How you doing? How's everybody doing? Tired, but good. I'm all right. I'm a little bit, uh, I'm coughing a little bit, but other th- otherwise I'm all right. Because of the smoke. Yes, because of the smoke, not because of COVID. But yeah, it's very, uh, it's a lot better today. Um, much, much better today. The last couple of the days, uh, it looked, it looked really bad. We were, we were, it, it, it's not as bad as last, I don't know, like last September, maybe it was really, really bad. And it, I mean, it literally looked like Las Vegas and Blade Runner 2049 here. Like it was like, <laughs> it was like so thick that just, you could tell that there was smoke just looking across the street. Um, Den- Dennis Villeneuve, AKA uh, was doing the, uh, doing your, your lighting near you. Yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't anywhere near that bad, but it was it was pretty bad the last few days. Um but today it actually looks better today and it was it, it cooled down. We it was it was hottish, like high eighties and low nineties, like the last three or four days. Today, um it it's actually much cooler. So yeah. I enjoyed twenty forty nine uh quite a bit. I liked it more than I thought possible when I heard who was going to be in it. And I was like, oh, man. And they started to introduce storylines that were not vague. Like, yeah, you know, like the the good thing about Blade Runner, I think, is the cuts where the, the story is more vague uh, about what they mean. And 2049 is like, no, these are the answers. I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want the answers. I just want to experience. But there was enough of an experience there that it was still good, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was very pleasantly surprised by that movie. I was not um I was not I was afraid that it would be a typical, you know, uh sequel cash in, especially cuz it had been so long and whatnot, but uh it, I I ended up enjoying it quite a bit. I just saw your uh your Omega Hello. Oh sorry, oh, Omega. Yeah. <laughs> Omega. Omega. Yeah. That's cute. Hey, yo. Close hair. <laughs> I know you don't mean to. <laughs> I get. <clears throat> I know she's New Zealander, but sometimes she gets real British. <clears throat> sometimes. Yeah. Which, I mean, makes sense. I mean, there's enough, you know, exposure. I think it has something to do with acting. Acting pushes a British accent really hard, I think. Mm. Um, so it might might creep in but i don't know yeah okay well i think we're set this dog has stopped whining <laughs> we don't we don't know what those other figures are though that's one thing I'll say. oh I'll yeah say well we can get we can just the do whole that. set we can just do that are you ready okay. to just do that welcome back i mean is it is it yeah carbon scoring <laughs> let's see so we did battle cat so that's revelations battle cat that's I don't, I'm trying not to. Skele- God. I got you can see the like reflection of the thing. Yeah, that's the uh, Skele God. I don't. I like... I, I'm not getting the the Revelations one. I'm getting the Origins ones. Although okay. I am really tempted to get the Skele God, like that Skele- one figure. So, I'm very tempted to get. Here's my problem with Skele God. These are the same price. Mm. Battle Cat and Skele God are the same price. Battle Cat. Is at least three times more plastic than Skelegod. Yeah, but they don't care about that. The the cost yeah. of the plastic's not not that and much Skele- different. Skelegod Skelegod is the same size as He Man. That's problematic. He should be his, a little bit bigger. He should be bigger. But doesn't he come with more more bits and capes and stuff like that? And he's yeah, got, he's like a deluxe figure. He's yeah. got hands. 
He's got hands and fire. He's got hands and fire and the the sword of power. I almost called it the master okay. sword. So, I mean, <laughs> He-Man comes with hands, a shield, and the sword of power. I don't... I don't see why this is this much money. You yeah, know? I mean, I I'm gonna I'm trying to look right now. Oh yeah, he doesn't come with much, does he? No. Yeah, he comes with, like you said, the sword of power, two extra hands, and and an energy effect. Uh, he's I mean he's got more armor. He is gonna be he's there bigger. Is, there's and there's I mean, more not that much bigger. than he man, but not exceedingly. Not yeah. Not another. I like. I don't know if you can really see it because I haven't taken it out, but you can see the. Here, I'll do the thing. There we go. Like his mm-hmm. his face mold is really good compared to the Revelations cartoon. Revelation yeah. cartoon. Yeah. We were talking about that earlier of like there's a people who were kit bashing the Origins uh He Man head and armor onto the Revelation version. Yeah. And it's a pretty good like in between and it has a nice balance to it. Yeah. I mean so I mean Skeletor is just like a thinner Skeletor. He's not that much yeah, he's, I mean, it's, he's a, it's not, almost a He-Man body, and yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that was the point, right? Like, you try and reuse yeah. as much as possible, so the body underneath is pretty similar. And uh, Evil Lin's pretty good. Evil Lin comes with a whole separate head with the no helmet. Yeah, she's got the. I can't. There we go. No, it's good. So yeah, we get you. We had that at the shop yesterday. Dixon picked one up. <clears throat> There's I, like six I, of them there today. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't know how he got so many because that was the only one that I had trouble finding. Actually, uh, the rest of them, I, I, I got them all retail. I didn't pay markup yeah. on any of them, um, and the, so that I would still be missing the Faker exclusive and the Comic Con Scareglow. Scareglow. That's it. Scareglow looks very similar to Skeleton <laughs> in its size I mean, and shape. Yeah, he's another. I mean, that's. That's the that was the beauty of the line at the time, and it is now. Is that it's it's so much reuse and repaints, but yeah, like here's my money, like I'm on board. It's interesting too because it's like we're not gonna with some of the baseline characters, you're gonna see a fair amount of that. But when you go from like Moss Man to Beast Man, which those were just equal repaints in the past, these will be distinct. Like Moss Man is Moss Man, and Beast Man is very different. Like they're not just palette swaps. Yeah, Moss Man looked a lot like they took a Swamp Thing figure from somewhere. Yeah. That's all Mattel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so where is Moss Man? I don't know. Has he rejoined the green? Maybe he's not. Maybe he has not shipped yet. Let me see. Hmm. Because I thought I, I ordered a Moss Man. Because he's part of this wave, actually. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So, Kit, to not to sully your choices or anything. <sighs> I didn't like the look of the Origins line. They looked as if they had been redone to look worse than the original toys. That's that's fair. I, I like them because they are short and squat and look remind me more of the classic toys. So, and I, I like that. Oh so. yeah, there it is. Moss Man arriving next Friday. Nice. We were so. talking too, like they 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 a lot of them are kind of like they look like they almost just. They're retools to look like that old version because they get the additional articulation. But like the armored one, there were, we were talking earlier about how there's this overlap in certain, like when you jumped onto the He-Man series and like which characters did you have? And there's mm-hmm. kind of dependent on like when you got into it. 
and one of the center points was the armored He-Man that had the battle damage. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's one of my favorites. And in the in the Origin series, that little battle plate that, that gets damaged and spins is smaller this time around. And I'm like, it feels off. And like, I was like, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, I gotta get that. Like, I love that armor. And then it, I'm like, uh, it doesn't look the same. It feels off somehow. Like, and yeah. so I held off. I that's the thing that when I saw the He Man, they had both of them in the store, which is like, I don't know how uh, with <laughs> with having tried to collect <laughs> Star Wars over the last couple of years of like to us talking about it, it's become like impossible. <clears throat> so when I saw all the He-Man figures there, I was like, what? They're all here? Okay, I'll look at them. And I put the origin He-Man next to the revelation He-Man. And I was like, my aesthetic in my head says that, you know, like the cartoon, the belief that I had in the cartoon was like, He-Man looked more like the revelation in my head of like, that's a human being's body. Yeah. It looks like a human being versus the origin figure that's sitting there that's like, Everything is in the... It looks like some guy went to the gym and only worked his arms and his legs. You know? Well, that's, one, that's one great thing. There's a there's a special on Netflix right now called, I believe, The Power of Skull. It's a making of He-Man, stuff like that. A lot of the original... What they did is they rotoscoped a lot of the original He-Man cartoons. But they actually hired an actor who was that size to just run around, and they just they used Drew all that him. footage... And drew it on top of it. Nice. <clears throat> but he's like, there's like these unnamed, I mean, I think they're named now, but watching the thing, it's like, they're just actors that were just that big. And they're just like, all right, run around, go do your stuff, get Tila in there for this one. Now Skeletor, use the same guy. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it was really, it's a really fun documentary. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting looking at the, um, so like I pulled up a, a three different figures for um, Man at Arms. Okay. To to see what the origin one looks like, and the origin one looks, <laughs> the origin one is like, holy wow! I mean, obviously everything's reuse again, right? So his arms and his legs are He Man's arms and legs, and they're massive. And then he has that breastplate thing that looks like he would like hit it all the time. And then you look at the Revelation one, and it's much lower down d- down here on his chest versus the origin ones like this. You know, and so like it seems like the bodies make more sense to me in the re- and which is why I ended up buying the Revelation line. Plus, there's like way less of the Revelation ones so far, <laughs> so it felt manageable. Although they are more expensive. Um, yeah. And then you look at the Revelation one, and you can see it. Uh, you know, like oh look, there's the same tunic that every single character wears. There's the same you know right leg that all the characters have, and then the rest of it's kind of unique because it's man at arms. Um. And I just found this picture. I don't know if you guys, if you just Google Man at Arms action figure. Uh, chat. Oh, I didn't see. I might, I have my, uh, I put my thing on top of the chat. No, no worries. Um, yeah, this is great radio. Uh, well, if other people, <laughs> if other people, no, it's not in the chat for me. That's weird. <laughs> no, I'm saying you can put it in the chat. Oh, I can put it in so the chat. So we can see it. I see. I see. And then you so, can have it saved for later show to share at Instagram at wewergamers.com. I would no, love, I would love nothing we more than to remember to do that one time. <laughs> okay. So here's the, another one that I found. This is Mondo, you know, Mondo, the yeah, company. Mondo's like the, those, they're essentially yeah, like, like, they're very similar to super seven where yeah. they're like, they're, they're no stops. No, 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 spa- no costs were spare. spare. No expense. Yes. We're, Thank we'll you. get, we'll get to the Jurassic park reference. <laughs> you, you, you get it. 
So there's the like a origins and the, so there's like the middle of the road and then uh copy paste. So people know I'm actually doing something and just started losing my mind. So look at the three different like models you get that are current, right? Those are all current models of man at arms. And like that Mondo figure is probably two hundred dollars. You know, I think they're around a hundred, I think. Yeah, but now they'd probably be more. If you yeah, if they're if secondary market if they sold out, yeah, you're right. I mean the Iron Giant that I never pulled the trigger on was two hundred just from Mondo. You know? Yeah. Um but they make great stuff. It's just you you pay the premium for the premium item. So I don't know. I like this bottom look, the revelation look. I really enjoy Revelation a lot. I don't know. You guys want to talk about He-Man for a minute? Because I did two things. One, I watched He-Man, and then I watched the the uh, document, the making, not the making of, but the like after show. I don't know if you guys did. You see that on Netflix with Kevin Smith doing the after show? I thought it was there. I haven't watched it. Yeah. Okay. It's only about half an hour, and it's kind of cool. They brought on um, what's his name? I can't remember his name, but the original Skeletor was on there. And Mark Hamill and like oh, a whole, uh, they do Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer, um, yeah, or Oppen Oppenhauer or whatever it is. Uh, it's like three three minutes with each actor that plays a major role um, in the show, so it's not it's not super in depth or anything, and it's just more of a hype thing for uh, <laughs> a good three minutes of it is Kevin Smith directing a, a commercial for the Revelation toys. <laughs> It's Alan, Alan, Alan Oppenheimer, by the way. There you go. Cool. Alan Oppenheimer. We should shout him out because he's great. He plays Mossman in this one. Um, so I watched that and then I was like, you know, I never finished Jay and Silent Bob Strike uh, reboot. Oh, neither have I. Um, um, yeah. I actually forgot about that. Don't don't finish <laughs> it. It's not like okay. I already did. It's I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I, I bought I it. Wanna, it was like it was, I think, 15 bucks. For the the Blu-ray and digital combo, I'm like, that's okay, on Prime. You know, yeah, it's on. You well, can finish the, it on Prime. I mean, it's at the there, time I it wasn't. Yeah, I, I I'm like I already bought it. It's fifteen. Fine. Yeah. I've you know I'd rather I'd rather spend fifteen dollars for Kevin Smith than you know more money for other people or even less for money for other people. Like I'd rather give him that than Michael Bay. So that, of all the creators out there, I feel better giving him my money. Not to I don't want to bag on it. It's just not that great a like. It doesn't have the charm that it thinks it has. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all those were okay decisions. The best decision was getting into He-Man Revelation. <laughs> he did a great job. I don't care what the internet says unless you two disagree with me. So my initial I, takeaway was I loved it. I, I really enjoyed it. I, yeah. I, um, I can see... I can see that people were expecting more He-Man, but that was not a problem for me at all. And, uh, I mean, it, it, I, I, I kind of feel like Kevin Smith and I probably have very similar views on this. Uh, I, I really like Tila. Uh, I actually wanted to marry <laughs> Tila when I was five years old. And, uh, I really like Orko. So both of those stories in this were really, really good. Dude, Orko um, got his due. I know, finally. So, I thought uh, I, I really like thought stuff, Kevin Smith and I were really, really in in tune. Orko got well, us due. Is, yeah, but we actually <laughs> got to we get to meet more of the characters. We get to we get to get a better understanding of of, um, of Mossman too a little bit. I mean, uh, he's one of the lower end ones, but 
Mad at Arms, we got to learn more about Mad at Arms that we made that unless you read the comics or unless you like got in depth into the lore, you didn't know a lot of the history and like you got to meet, learn more about these people and it yep. wasn't just the He-Man show, it was the Masters of the Universe. It was I think I've read I think I've read 12 issues of Masters comics total probably. I know that I can't remember most of the episodes that I watched. I know I watched at one point probably a majority, I can't say all. Um so it's like coming into it even as a non-completionist for Masters of the Universe. Um they did a great job of being like, "Hey, this is this is kind of its own like we're going to explore what we want to explore and that's the stuff you need to know." And so it's like Man at Arms is Teal is dead. Okay, well we get it. Cool. Like now let's tell the story that no one told anyway. It doesn't matter that they, you know, have been in 200 episodes or whatever of that show. Um, hundred and I can't remember the number now. I said I would remember the number forever and I'd forgotten it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I mean, so many of them are just like, you, he man. Like that's, there's not a lot that's, that's going on in those shows. Like, well, I kind of liked, <laughs> I liked, um, I liked the, uh, the, so when I mean, people said there wasn't enough, I'll get to what I was going to say here. When people said there wasn't enough he man, I liked the beginning of every episode up until the story really got rolling and was like, okay, we can't take breaks from the story now because we've got like three episodes to finish this entire arc. But the beginning of every episode before that was like He-Man and Skeletor doing their stupid thing. Where it's like, ha, 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 I've won again. You suck, He-Man. I'm the, I'm the guy <laughs> from the deep and I'm here to get shoved off the boat. And like, it's like everyone just sucks. The entire no, time. Merman. <laughs> yeah, for like three yeah. minutes. Three minutes at the beginning of every of every one, they're like, look guys, the eighties episodes aren't that great. You're not gonna miss it it would seem like he was had a thesis, which was like the eighties episodes are fun to remember, but like look how bad they were in our own style. Now let's talk about a real story with these characters. It seemed like they did for those first couple episodes. I thought that was I thought it was very smart, personally. Yeah. yeah. Um brutal brutal cliffhanger uh at the end but but uh but i really enjoyed the show yeah i mean, i, I, I wonder like, though he says in the after show sorry to cut you off ken um mm-hmm. but he says in the after show they killed he-man or they killed adam he says very specifically we killed adam spoilers i guess <laughs> whoops i guess it's not i mean it's not brand new but he says we killed Adam twice. So I don't know what the cliffhanger really, other than like Skeletor is in charge now. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't think Adam's dead. I think he's, I mean, I don't know. I, I, he said I can dead. Yeah. I mean, I think, I don't know. I don't, episodes. I don't totally buy into it yet. I mean, we'll see where the, where we go, which is if it, if it's very much like, Oh no, he did, he did. And he didn't make it back to preternia. So that's fine. Yeah. But I mean, he it can't. just right, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Again, comics. So it's like, sure, he can't. And sure. I'm yeah. well, yeah. I've already just from <laughs> like a very precursory uh, Google search already had some stuff uh, because of Kevin Smith. It's funny how different Kevin Smith and J.J. Abrams are in <laughs> their like level of secrecy. Because like, just like. <laughs> I do a quick Google search for Masters of the Universe Part 2 when it's supposed to come out, if they've released that or whatever, and they uh-huh. show me this tweet from Kevin Smith spoiling something from Season 2, and I'm like, all right. But like, in the in the Google 
results, it shows the tweet, and I'm like, well, all right, that's already really that cat's already out of the bag. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so was it like a character that shows up or something? Or mm-hmm. very, oh. very, uh, a very. I mean, it's only like what's well, Twitter, so it's a hundred and whatever characters. But like, it's like a very. He's like, I'm working on. I just finished scoring this one scene that oh. is very spoiler heavy. So. <laughs> Like I was like, and I like that was the Google search that came up when I'm like, hey, I wonder if they've said when this is going to come out again. And I was like, oh, well, that's okay. Thanks, Kevin Smith. Oh. It's that he just finished scoring the wedding of Skeletor and He Man, and he's like, I'm so happy to finally have, <laughs> have put this out into media, and the internet lost their damn mind. It was amazing. Is Booster so. Gold involved in this? Because I feel like oh, you're headed that direction. I would be so down for that. They're just like, let's do <laughs> crossover. This. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Well, I mean, things got pretty screwed up there. I I liked the additional lore of like, hey, all this stuff doesn't make sense unless we make it make sense. So let's talk about how the castle works and how the castle's not really Castle Grayskull; it's something else. And um, I I don't really want to talk about the blowback online for Tila being the main character because. There's really no merit in discussing it. The story is the story, and it was good. And so it doesn't really matter to me, personally. I mean, I'll give you guys the opportunity if you want to go off on on it. But um, I feel like there were so many characters in the original. Do you think, going forward, since it's not He-Man and the Masters in the Universe, obviously He-Man probably comes back. I mean, just is what it is. Uh, do you think they delve deeper into bringing back characters or we develop characters that we had like, oh, well, we got to bring back Orko or we have to develop, you know, not Mossman probably, but, you know, um, screw it. Uh, what was the one that JMU's plays Stinkor? I think bring Stinkor back. <laughs> was that, was that JMU's? I didn't even process Yeah, Stinkor that. is JMU's. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You patchouli smelling... <laughs> oh man uh, um, i mean obviously they've set up um um uh the cult the tech cult as like a, yeah, a with secondary triclops bad guy and, yeah with triclops and and uh his crew whiplash and another one my brain won't give me but yeah i, I yeah. want more trap jaw trap jaw thank you more trap jaw Trap got that, Trap got messed up, didn't he? Isn't he the one that got uh, screwed up by Tila pretty hard in the fight there? I can't remember. One of them got like blinded by. Yeah, he got he got pretty beat. Or well, was no, Trap Tri- Triclops got blinded, but he also has three eyes, so there's probably two more in the back that are still okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but then Trap, I know Trap got a pretty good whooping, but as far as the blinding, I think that was Triclops, okay. which was that that was kind of like the poetic side, like oh, you one blinded got me. like. You it must I, it must have been Trapjaw, because I'm remembering somebody getting an explosive shoved in their mouth. Yeah, that was Trapjaw. Yeah. In his mouth. Jaw. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all very poetic. They're like, they're, I mean, Kevin Smith is not the most subtle guy, but which... <clears throat> which is perfect for this fine. media. Yeah, right? exactly. Kids cartoons, it's great. Like, it's just like, there it is. Yeah. It's right on the nose. I know that this is a kid's cartoon, for sure. Uh, that's I'm pretty that's sure fair. it's an adult cartoon for kids that watch. It's It's that beautiful side thing of like and we'll get to this when we can talk about bad batch in a little bit because it doesn't quite do it the same way which is kevin smith had the genius <laughs> idea which has been related to before in all other media which is that 
it's better to remember things vaguely and do stuff based on your vague memory rather than try to get it perfect. Yeah. Right. So like, I know that Smith and the other writers that were in this show, he talks about the other writers that were on there literally reading and writing and doing everything. They read every comic, which is how they came up with Lieutenant. What's her name? Um, Andra. Andra. That's right. I, I want to say Anya, but it's not Sandra. So they came up with Lieutenant Andra and they changed her from the comics and they, you know, they, they did all the research, but at the end of it, like all of that is minor trivia and none of it really matters in, in terms of watching the show. And so like somebody like myself that was never going to go back and, and before this watch 130 episodes of He-Man and the Masters Universe, go track down all the comics and do all that stuff. Um, gets to watch it and be like, I remember this and that and have the right nostalgia feelings and not have to feel like I missed anything. And I think that was the, what you were talking about just now. That's the kind of like magic of it in a, in a weird way. I don't know. Yeah. Vers- versus like, oh, I went back and watched the three Ghostbusters movies and then I watched the new Ghostbusters movie and I don't like it because X, Y, Z, right? Are you referring to now? Now you, know, you took me out of the, the one that's not out yet. Yeah, yeah I did. I watched it. You didn't see. Well, now, now I'm just <laughs> angry. Yeah, very <laughs> upset because there's new toys coming out, and I don't have the proper context at. And also, the toys are spoiling the new movie. That's pissing me off. Oh, um, really? yeah. That's a I mean, some of it's kind of like stuff you could have like taken for granted, but it's also like, oh, I kind of would like to have that reveal in the movie theater. Because unfortunately, they're only going to do it in movie theaters, which I to a, a segment of me understands, but also a segment of me, segment of me of like is no, we're like we're not out of the woods yet. Like we're still into the woods. Why are we already like no, no? You can only watch it in theaters. Like Shang Chi, I really want to watch Shang Chi, but it's only going to be available in theaters, and it's like it's just, it's just tough. Wait, 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 wait. For three months, you have to wait three months, and then and then it'll come out on Disney Plus Premium. And, right? How and, did Shang Chi get the Disney? plus delayed when black widow didn't uh i think because it was one i think definitely part of that was the due to the lawsuit i'm sure they're like nope we're only going to do it in the theater that way we don't have to face this repercussions i also think that they are anticipating hopefully getting back to better numbers in the theaters yeah but also trying to push the numbers up in the theater huh yeah and i i mean this is just my own i like guesswork um, but, uh, yeah. And I, I think that there's probably, uh, there's probably other, other things in the equation there that puts, that pushes the window out six months instead of three months. Cause right now with the newer releases, it was three months in theater and online premium. So then it'll be three months in theater, three months premiums. So that'll be six months. I don't know that for sure. I'm just guessing yeah. that okay. yeah, like they'll probably still try and push Disney plus with it. Yeah. I would assume that Disney plus would come, would come before the the like dvd sales and then after that then it'll like if if it was if i had to guess i would say that it would go theaters and then they'll wait some amount of time and then disney plus premium and then some amount of time and then dvd and then some amount of time and then for free on disney plus so that they can try and maximize that's really off the cash and it's like i i i want to support it but i'm also like <clears throat> it just it's not doesn't feel super comfortable going to theater not knowing who you're going with mm-hmm. like my it just i don't know it's a it's that's a personal thing, and I'm I'm looking forward to. Apologies, I'm looking forward to both that movie and Ghostbusters. I think Black Widow also had the unfortunate thing of they were already set to release 
a year ago. And yeah. that's another way they're like, you know what? We've waited long enough. Let's try and get recoup some expenses from this. Sure. I think that that may have been part of that as well. And then they're they're still experimenting with things on that on that front because it's like you had Soul, which was already included with Disney Plus, but then yeah. Mulan was extra or Raya was extra. It but- seems like the it seems like the Disney Disney films and the Marvel films are extra. Pixar they've done Luca and Soul direct. Like both of those Pixar films were just yeah. available, so I, I wonder if Pixar becomes their big draw for Disney Plus. If like, well, we won't even theater the the Pixar stuff anymore. We'll just put it straight on Disney Plus. I'd yeah. be curious to know. Have you read a lot about that lawsuit? I haven't. I don't know. I know that there also was one supposedly that Emma Stone had. She quashed uh, hers poss- to get Cruella two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they've got Cruella two coming out, and then also there was one maybe coming from. Um, Emily Blunt because of um, Jungle Cruise, but I don't, I don't know if that ever came to fruition. I but, doubt it. So yeah. the the actors are suing. Yeah, yeah. Because I part of it was the it was the theaters. No, but why the would actors. the actors sue? Because part of their part of their payment for the movie was a certain exp- a certain amount of um, in theater um, ticket sales or. or funds box office sorry i couldn't think of the right word so it's like if if uh black widow had hit this much in box office she got another 50 million oh i see but because you now have it on disney plus at with premium which doesn't count towards that box office she's now ineligible for that bonus and she's like you you that was never that was never discussed in the original contract negotiations and you you should properly compensate me for that and which is it's a valid thing because people should be compensated for their things, but it's also a, a, a millionaire fighting a billionaire. So part of me is like, okay, but yeah, that's I, a personal side of it. But yeah, she 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 did her job, and the contracts they should have approached that conversation before it went to Disney Plus with her as like and her lawyers been like, hey, we're gonna do it because of this because of the pandemic. So let's discuss how this is gonna work out. They did, but they didn't come to the table. So and apparently to her case her and her lawyers did go to Disney saying like, Hey, before you, since you're going to put this out on Disney plus or premium access, we, that needs to be discussed in the contracts. And that never was. So she has a valid, she has a valid concern. Well, unfortunately she has probably blackballed herself from things going forward that are not, she's not directly involved in. I'm not, I'm not saying that's right, but I'm saying, I think that's the immediate fallout of that. They said that they're, they've canceled, uh, up at least one film with her and that probably canceling another. I don't know. I don't know how you, uh, it's hard to care. I think is what you said. And, uh, I know that contract is very important to her and a lot of people that, you know, it'll rewrite a lot of stuff. Even if, even if it's settled out of court, Disney will then have to, uh, adjust their expectations with other actors going forward. You know? Yeah. Um, it's, I think it speaks to what they thought of her in terms of what they expected from black widow more than anything. When like, if they had done that to Dwayne Johnson, you know, they didn't, they worked out whatever they worked out with him with jungle cruise. Right. But they did it to her and didn't try to work anything out or or maybe they did. I don't know. We'll find out when they, everybody's deposed unless they settle out of court. Yeah. Well, then that's part of it too. Is like that that you heard about Emily Blunt also having something possibly come, but nothing from Dwayne. And does that mean that he simply had a better contract going in, so that it was not even it's a possible. question? Yeah. And 
and that that also then starts that discussion of you know are we are contract negotiations harder for female female actors and that's that's another tan not tangent but that's another road to go down but Ed, like I said, it, it's definitely something we, that it's people should be compensated for their work, and that's definitely worthwhile. And it's it's very similar to like, oh well, you didn't dis- discuss the digital rights back then, so you can't release the Wonder Years with our soundtrack. It's like, okay, well, we didn't think about that, but we sh- but at some point we should have come to the table and had that discussion so that we can publish this now with the proper things. Like that's, but media companies are always like, uh, let's just let's do whatever's cheapest, and that's. That's corporate America. That's that's a lot of problem. it. A lot of it comes from well. There's there's two things that happen. One is they assume they have the rights to something until someone tells them no, no, and that's just the way those companies work. And the second thing is a lot of stuff in in this. Having worked in in specifically back end lot cataloging and all sorts of stuff when I very first started, I, I'll I I would get tapes of stuff and I'd have to digitize and figure it out and and catalog it and. F- Who's this actor? Who's that actor? Who's the director of this? Who's the, and it was obscure stuff and finding someone who knew one specific detail or two specific details about something that sat on beta tape for 20 years. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, go to the wonder years, you know, the wonder years, a lot of the soundtracks easier to figure out, but like it, for not for black widow, but for older things that are coming to digital, there's a lot of, I'll just assume because otherwise we're going to spend months and years before we get this online. If we just get it online, someone will come forward and we'll deal with it then. And the, you know, that's, that's one Avenue that they just choose to go down when they have this, this older content. And I think the, the digital rights thing to me, you have to, you have to start to blame the lawyer a little bit because the act, the, the actors guild and the screenwriting guild dealt with this 15 years ago. You know, during the last screenwriter strike, one of the big things was like, I'm not getting any residuals because you plan to put this on Netflix and I don't get residual from my, my executive producing credit on Netflix or my screenwriting credit on Netflix. I only get it if you syndicate it on TV and that's not acceptable. And so the, the part of the strike dealt with creating a pay structure for a lot of that stuff. And it's kind of shocking to see a millionaires, millionaires fighting billionaires over stuff that guilds were fighting over for pennies, right? Yeah. And then, like, like I said, that I mean, given the original, that's part of it too. Is like that the the idea of a pandemic and then a simultaneous release on digital and the theatrical could have, could have never been thought of three years back when they wrote the contracts for this movie. Then, load, let alone when it was filmed and then produced and finished and signed off on, and then it sat in a in a tin for how long during the pandemic? And they're like, well, we're going to release it when, how, we don't know. And then they're like, let's just do the both. Let's just do this. And yeah, it's, it's, they, there, there could have been, there should have been a discussion. Like you said, they, they release it and they say like, well, we'll see what the problems are. We'll, we'll address the problems when they come. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. It's like, right. But you could just, you know, check the bridge out before you go across. No, just go across, release it. We'll take care of it. Like (laughs) I heard, I heard a great, I heard a great quote. Uh, I would think it was watching. It was, I think it's. God, I can't remember what it was in. It was in a movie I was watching. It was like, we'll, uh, We'll cross that bridge when we burn it down, <laughs> or something go. like that. It's yeah. like, yeah, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we burn it down. It's like no problem. <laughs> oh man, and it's yeah, it's it's just, they they didn't think it. They're just like, well, we own this. We'll do what we please. It's like, no, you had certain obligations, and yeah, I definitely think that that needs to be. 
I hope that gets gets rectified. I also pr- appreciate being able to watch movies at home easier. And to the idea of like, yeah, it'll be it'll be released, and then maybe even if it's three months, that's even longer. But if it's a month later, that's still enough time where, hell, heck, the we the, if you were reading stuff on the West Coast. Um, this last Wednesday, if you're reading comic books, the new uh, Urban Legends Batman, I'm sorry, Batman Urban Legends number six came out, and they revealed, which is spoilers for this, guys, if you don't want to hear about it, sorry, we're just going to talk about it, that Tim Drake is bisexual. And, hey, whoa, spoilers. I yeah. didn't have time to take my headphones off. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but like that was, but that was already like all over CBR and stuff like that, and so I'm like... If CBR you're, is the worst... Yeah, if they you're are the stuff- worst. I have blocked them on every media that I have because they literally post. Oh man, Kit, you're talking about like you Google search something. So, I was searching something else, and CBR came up as the third post, and it says this character will die because of casting updates, and that's the title. This character on Walking Dead will die, comma casting updates. Okay, pretty good. Non-spoilery title, right? I can scroll by that and not know who's going to die. Except that the picture oh, no. that comes with the article is a giant picture of, spoilers, Sasha, who was leaving for Star Trek Discovery. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what are, you, what are you doing? Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, so that that was out and that, that was on... Like CBR. you said on the uh, internet, it's, it's right there. It's staring you in the face. And so it's like, that's what I don't want to watch Shang-Chi like a month later. Cause that's going to happen. That's why it's like, you know, I, I can try and avoid it for the day. Cause like when, when bad batch, just for everything, what we're gonna talk about later is like, it'll, it'll air at, at midnight and Ebony and I won't watch it. Cause we don't stay up that late and we don't like, I'll, I'll I can make it throughout the day and just like, okay, you know, but when she gets home after work, we'll watch bad batch. Cool. It's fine. But like put that on a month. That's not going to happen. I'm going to have everything ruined for me. Within that first weekend, so no, like for especially for Shang Chi, the new Marvel, like that's gonna, ah, that's good. I I can't, I don't want to go through that experience. That's why, like when I when I did work at the comic shop, I mean, I went out and saw things at midnight release because I don't want to deal with someone coming in. Oh, did you see when Shang Chi decided to fight Galactus? Like, no, I didn't because I have a life and I have time th- things, and you're killing me. Galactus. Yeah, I said the most absurd thing so that it wouldn't be real and it wouldn't happen. In I was like, movie. fill me in on this. If, if Shang-Chi yeah. can take on down Galactus, I need to know. Yeah. and But, uh, yeah, I, I went with the most absurd so that it, I, if I would have said, it, like, oh, how he fought X character and, that, and then X character shows up in the movie, you'd be like, Ken, how dare you? I, I think there was only one episode of Bad Batch where I was like, oh, wow, that's a, like a thing that I'm glad I didn't have spoiled. The rest of it was pretty non-spoilable. I mean, yeah. overall, but I can Kit, just so since we're already on Marvel, I've had this thought rattling around in my head, Robert Downey Jr. Out Chris Evans out. Probably Scarlett Johansson is now out. Well, I mean, spoilers, but she dead. Who's dead. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, like, who's yeah, dead? No, I hear you. Who's dead? Uh, <laughs> My guess is uh, Tom Holland leaves probably pretty quick here after this Spider-Man contract runs out with Sony. Uh, that's a shame. I, that's I more really of a shame. Yeah, I, I really just, enjoyed I don't, the Tom Holland movies. 
unless uh, they're able to somehow uh, buy the entirety of the Sony Corporation, Sony will quit on Tom Holland after this next movie. I guarantee it. I mean, Sony Sony Entertainment's been trying to be bought for a while, so I can see them. I can see Marvel being like, all right. I mean, it's been a, they can't they, possibly Disney can't possibly have enough money to buy Sony now. They paid eighty billion dollars right before the collapse for Fox, and like then like their their theme park shut down for a year. Their ticket, their theater ticket revenues tanked. I, I, I can't possibly imagine them being able to swing that that magnitude of a deal. Yeah. If only right they'd now. waited another six months to buy Fox, huh? Yeah. I think of 40 billion instead. Um, so you've got at least four of the top, you know, things that people are coming to Marvel for. You've got, hmm. uh, just mean like the, the universe yeah. in general has started to, to actor wise shift. Right. Well, that's, a, that's, that was what was planned for too. But, and, and that's but, why we're getting, but the actors that are leaving have not been very kind about it afterwards. I think Chris Evans has been pretty quiet about it. But like Robert Downey Jr. clearly, you know, didn't like the way he left. Uh, really? Yeah, I don't think oh. I don't think that's a secret. I think that he's, you know, quiet quietly, loudly, been distancing himself from everybody that's been related to that area of his life. Uh, this is now a very public fight with Scarlett Johansson. They had some opportunities to try and sneak Chris Evans back into stuff and chose not to. I don't know. I have a real weird feeling things are headed for like a larger detonation and reset with all the, on the actor side. I don't know if am I the only one with that like kind of weird. I get a weird. I've kind of look. suspected that ever since they got the X Men rights back, and I I think maybe the Fantastic Four. I'm not sure about. I know that they have the X Men rights. I'm not sure if they have the Fantastic Four ones or not. But like as soon as they as soon as they got those back, I was and and just sort of the way that the natural arc of where the Avengers you know, the first ten years had gone, I was like. I, I'm I'm expecting some sort of reboot or uh, 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 crisis. What's the what's the, what's the yeah that that sort of thing? Multi, I was trying to think of the guy. I was trying Earth. to think of the 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 Beyonder, uh, something like that. Oh yeah, you know, Secret Wars. Some, yeah, so, some some way of rebooting it so that they can they can restart everything up because I don't I really don't see them trying to integrate the existing. Uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe with like the existing Fox, you know, like the Hugh Jackman X Men universe oh, no, no. and whatnot. No. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be new. If you mean you, you at some point we'll hit some kind of like some multiverse of madness or something that's out yeah. there that shakes things up, and then you get to a new status quo. I'm, oh, but I do hope I do hope that at some point they get Chris Evans and Chris Evans in the same room together so that they can incorporate him being the the human torch and him being Captain America. Oh my god. Cuz like I've had this perfect scene in my head for like ever since he was Captain America of like Johnny uh, Storm showing up. So Johnny Storm standing in the room, Captain America standing in the room, they're talking to each other. Tony Stark is in the room and he's looking back and Dude, forth at them. We can, we can make this even better. Like noticing it, right? And oh he's like, is, "Am I the only one who sees this? Like nobody Dude, else is going to comment I've on got, the fact that they look exactly I've the got, same." No, we're adding to your scene. We're adding to your scene because then Michael B. Jordan 
uh, Johnny Storm shows up and Killmonger shows up. <laughs> they're standing across from each other also. And, yeah. 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 I mean, it's uh, one thing I discovered. I didn't, I hadn't heard any type of negativity from RDJ about the Marvel stuff. Him and, from my understanding, him and Feige were pretty good at the, you know, towards the end there. I know Chris Evans felt a lot of stress from playing Captain America. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you we are alluding to is like they've had opportunities to bring him back, but I don't I don't know what you are referencing there. Um, um, he, I mean, they didn't try. They brought in other actors to What If. They didn't try to bring him into What If. Um, I mean, we well we don't know necessarily like what that was. Like, it, do we know that he, that they that he was available and that he that, that that was an opportunity or just that since they did recap, they had I um, mean, the phenomenal <laughs> and fantastic Joshua Keaton. Yeah, Joshua um, Keaton's as, good. As uh, Steve Evans or Steve Evans, Steve Rogers, Steve Carter, Eve, Steve Carter, Steve Evans, Ken Good with words. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like, not everybody came back for all those roles, and it, uh, Tommy Lee Jones didn't come back, so they went with Bradley uh, Cooper so and so not Bradley bad. Cooper, Bradley Whitford. They went with. I mean, he wasn't even playing the same character. Bradley Whitford was not playing the same general, was he? Oh, he went out again. Oh, anyway. Uh, and then you've also got, I forgot to mention, I'm, I mean, Captain Marvel is, uh, is already rumored to be over after the next movie, right? That's, they're done with Carol Danvers in general. Um, is the rumor there. So it definitely. I hadn't heard that either. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That one's pretty public too. That, that Carol they, Danvers. Uh, they weren't playing is the out. same general, by the way. They were they, not. They were. They were playing different characters, but I'm saying like yeah. they didn't. If if they had Tommy Lee Jones, would they have kept that character? That's what no. I'm I saying. think like I think I think that that one is one of those things where it's like oh, we don't need to get Tommy Lee back. We can do something else here. Yeah, because we have they changed the whole room around, right? Like that's the whole point of that first. Since we're talking about Marvel, that her first episode of What If really was highlighting. I think for the people that didn't know what What If was, was like. We're going to do a narration that shows you exactly the steps of how we do a what if episode for the future. And it is yeah. like, okay, you know, uh, Peggy Carter's going to change her mind here. Everyone in the room will then die except for Peggy Carter and this other person that is not Tommy Lee Jones. And Steve gets shot. You know, it's like, it was, it was very good, by the way. I don't know. I mean, yeah. like, I, I you it. were, you were absolutely phenomenal. right. Like, I, I watched it after you said that kit and it was like, this is absolutely a Fleischman era. Uh, like love letter, you know, <laughs> it's yeah. like, and I don't, I don't know if that's how the the rest of the series are. It's going to be, but like, even if it's just for that one episode, that episode was perfect. Like, because it it's like World War Two era. Yeah, it was, it was fantastic. I, I loved that episode. It's I loved all the uh, Captain America references. Like, you could have to do a USO tour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and I, uh, I also the stop the I love the design of the the Hydra Stomper. Like it's just it's like there's there's bits of Rocketeer in there for me like from some of the math. It's like someone it's like someone took and, the Rocketeer suit and put it onto the very first Iron Man suit from yeah, the, the Mark Afghan One. Desert the Mark One yeah yeah and it's just like yeah it's perfect and yeah. then the, the then they still have the they have the the toy coming out too it has the rockets and and Peggy they have a Hydra Stomper toy coming out yeah it looks great and how big a, is it i gotta know how big it i it's, gotta it's good size it's because because peggy can ride on the back of it because there's a captain carter coming they're out. doing a captain carter too they're doing an entire oh, wave for what if man i can send you links after the podcast but oh it's, i might have to 
it's That's, it looks so good. I, I hate that I want beefy. that. Yeah, I hate that I want this. Oh my god, it's sixty dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It well, uh, it's more be detail. Fifty two ninety nine. It should be fifty two ninety nine. Fifty five ninety nine on Big Bad. Oh, Big Bad's. Ooh, they're up. That's not cool. They Big Bad usually charges a few bucks extra, but maybe maybe ten percent. I don't know. Yeah. It shouldn't be. Like, I want this. I want this so that I can make it look dirty. It's too clean looking. You know, weather. Yeah. I, I would. I would wash this with black, and um, and then dry brush it with some silver, to get the edges to to look like the paint's wearing off. This would look beautiful with some paint work. Yeah, uh, definitely. That is a really nice mold. I, I, oh wait, sorry. That's Obadiah. Hold on. I'm just okay, trying so. to find it. Oh, you found an Obadiah stain toy? Yeah, I pasted it. Yeah. Oh, the also, yeah, there you go. He's got it. Yeah. All it needed was a fin Instagram on the head. I would have been... Gamers. Yeah. I w- I, if there was a fin on the head, I'd be in love. Disney owns yeah. Mar- Rocketeer. They could have done it. They own the movie. They don't own all of the... Because, like, the new, the most recent toys are not, are are more... They're tied more to the comics, I think. And it's because they... Disney, the Disney movie is a Disney movie, but it's not. The rights themselves are still kind of the original okay. creators, I believe. Oh, that's good. I mean, I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah, I'm I'm good for that. It's just, although because they even did a recent Rocketeer cartoon for kids. Yes, they did. Yeah. Where can she stand on here? I don't see. I if oh, you on the back she has the, a little thing there. I see. Yeah, there's a grip and there's two there's two footholds. Oh, on your link, huh? Yeah. It's okay. it does, it's not the best, but you can see see the link. It looks bigger in the show than this. Yeah, it looks pretty massive. It, it looks like it probably two times the size of a person. But yeah. yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to it. I can't wait to check it to pick it up. I like the ending of that episode with the like, uh oh, it's totally like she's uh, coming out of the portal. Like, uh, what was it, Captain Marvel did? Oh um, yeah. Which came out of the Tesseract portal at the end. Oh, okay. Well, Captain Marvel did? Who who came out of the Tesseract portal in, in the original universe? Loki, I thought. In the original Marvel universe, in that scene yeah. where there's Cap- where it's it's uh Nick Fury and Lo- and No, it's it's uh Nick yeah, Nick Fury and all them, but I thought And Hawkeye Dan- No, that's a Loki that comes out at that point. Yeah, and then after him, I thought it was somebody else because they stick around. I'm pretty sure. It's not. It's not. What Captain is my Marvel brain doing? She, she, uh, merging stuff together because you have comics and movies and cartoons and all uh-huh. the stuff jumbled together. Yeah, that's that's my best. Hmm. No, it's totally no. Carol that comes out of the Tesseract portal. <laughs> okay, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> All right, I you know for for those tune in next time so we when we write this wrong and find out what's what. No, I'm sure you're. I'm wrong, but <laughs> I. That's, so Disney has what if we have what's what? What's what? Yeah, okay. What's what? Next episode, I'm writing it down. What's what? Who came out of the dang portal? Who's portaled where? What's what? Who who's portaled where? Who's done a portal? I know you're right that uh, Loki came out of one um, <laughs> at one point and destroyed like a whole bunch of stuff. And then he and then he mind controlled Hawkeye. He's like, "All right, let's get out of here!" And they all run off in jeeps. And Maria Hill's there, and they're running. And that's the big. It's the beginning of Avengers. 
because that's when Hawkeye gets mind controlled with the. I want to say the the soul gem is inside there. There's I don't know. No, so there's a second there's a time they're in that same exact place, and the portal does something else. I thought. Okay. Like my, my mean, memory is bad. I don't know. I just fine. started watching all aren't these you, movies. I, I should say, remember. Aren't you doing a rewatch? Yeah, you're yeah. Doing a rewatch. That's just why it's in my head. There's a, there's a second <laughs> time they're in that room doing something with the portal. I mean, oh, there I could be. I am too. Where are you in the MCU? Oh, um, so we're doing chronological, not release. Mm, okay. Uh, is there a big difference other than Captain America? The the beginning is all jumbled up. I'll find the list real quick. Okay. Yeah, because it's, it's like Captain America. I'm doing, I'm doing release order, but I, okay. I just got done with Captain America. And so then, uh, release order, release order is weirder now because you get you get the end scenes that are kind of like yeah, all the Easter eggs and stuff don't Easter kind of flow if you do it outside of release order. Right. Well, and, but here, I here, okay. Here's the order I've watched them in. Are you, okay, load thing. Okay. So first Avenger, then Captain Marvel, oh, then okay. Iron, then Iron Man one, then Iron Man two, then the horrendous Incredible Hulk. I'm sorry, that movie is did did you rewatch it and feel still feels horrendous or is just like meh? That is the most garbage fire film I've seen in the last ten years. Have you seen Hulk? It's not part of the MCU, man. And no, no, I haven't I'm seen. Saying, I'm saying I have not seen Hulk two. in the last ten years. Ang Lee's Hulk is that what you're talking yes, about? Yes, Ang Lee's Hulk. Compare Hulk to the Incredible Hulk. The Incredible okay, Hulk is far better sure. than it was given credit. It's a pile of poop versus pile of poop. I stepped in. I don't care. It's still poop. <laughs> it looks like a Mike Diodato Hulk. It looks good. I, I felt more meh about the, Incred- the Edward Norton Hulk. The Edward Norton Hulk makes absolutely no sense. The storyline is garbage. I was like, this is not this is not the best MCU that, movie. Right, but that, right. I, I I, I, all I'm looking for is Kit's response of just like, eh, whatever. Okay. I, I, I don't think it's you're looking. Worth you're looking for validation of an eh, and Kit gave it to you, and I'm here to yeah. give the counterpoint of garbage fire. Although I will say, I was really surprised. So I'm I'm watching them in release order. Okay. I was really surprised that that because I watched Iron Man two like once when it came out. And then it, it just sort of had zero, like, it, it just wasn't very memorable for me. And then when I rewatched it, I actually re- liked it a lot better the second, this last I was, time when I, I was going to say that when we got there. I was going to say that. Yeah. I think I might like Iron Man 2. And I know that this is, this is complete no, blasphemy. Not, keep I going. think I I'm, might like Iron Man 2 better than Thor. Like, I, I really liked Iron Man 2 the second time. I was waiting for a second. Thor, but yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, no, I like. The first Thor movie is not uh, the best Thor movie. Right, yeah, no. Yeah. And that's so, the one I'm talking about, the first Thor movie. Although, I, I have always liked Iron Man Iron Man 2 better than Thor 2, because I think that Thor 2 is a pretty uh, not great movie. Let me tell you, it's better than The Incredible Hulk. The Incredible Hulk reset my entire opinion of how good these <laughs> movies are. <laughs> it was at the very beginning. That, that one... The, Iron Man came out before... Like All Iron, Man, was Iron Man is before, number one right? in the release. The Hulk? Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. Iron yeah. Man's first, but, Captain America's second. But they came second. out like a month apart, right? Uh, yes, they a did. But months. remember, yeah. they, it was a, a month and a half, two months. But uh, but remember, Hulk was not made by the Hulk's same people at the time. Yeah. yeah, it's a universal film. Yeah. So I had to rent it because it's not on Disney+. Because <laughs> it's not on Disney+. Plus. No, I got it for free. I got a I got a phone or a tablet or something, and they gave me two movies for free. And one of them one of them was Incredible Hulk, and the other one was Ice Age. You paid for the so. Incredible Hulk with that tablet, and you didn't you didn't get yeah. it for free. You paid for it. 
So I own a digital copy of that. So Ice Age is a good movie. Um, yeah. Okay, so Iron Man yeah. 1. Okay, so Captain America, Captain Marvel, Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2. The Iron Man movies um, are okay, but I already, went in the rewatch at this point, had started to dislike Robert Downey's character. Not his acting. His acting is good. Um, but I, I, when I rewatched, I was like, he's kind of not as likable as I remember, um, him being in those movies. And then it goes to Incredible Hulk, Thor, which, uh, I thought when I rewatched, I was like, the costuming in this is ridiculous. And I didn't remember the gigantic shoulder things that made the capes go like three miles up and the, but it was okay. Uh, and then it goes to Avengers, Iron Man three, which I think that I had missed part of or something because I didn't remember the whole movie, but I definitely remembered the beginning and the end. But I didn't remember loving uh, James Spader as much. And uh, what? Oh no, James I'm, Spader. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Age of Ultron. See, I'm telling. I'm telling you. I'm getting them all mixed up. Uh, That's fine. Yeah. So Iron Man three not as uh, not as memorable as I thought. Then it goes to Thor The Dark World. Not as bad as I remembered. I thought it was fine. Okay. Again, I, I, I haven't watched it since I watched it when it came out. So, <laughs> so you see the like kind I of said, like... You my, can kind my, of see the progression. Iron Man 2 changed a lot, so maybe when I get to Thor 2, it won't be as I bad as I I think it's a perfectly serviceable film. Unfortunately, it's just kind of... It doesn't have much going on, but it does give you the, like, what happened to Natalie Portman moment. Um, so no, kind of see she's the, in Thor too. What do you mean? What happened to Thor? She's in Thor. Why too. she's not? Why Thor won't get a, near her in the later films is because of what happens in Thor two. Oh, gotcha. Okay, right. Gotcha. Like you keep yeah. wondering if you skip Thor two, you'd be like, what happened to the woman he's in love with, right? But like, yeah. you know, he has to give her up for the whole like, I can't I be around want her, to hurt her. Get hurt. Yeah. Um, you can kind of see the arc they're going on, and then you go to Winter Soldier. And then this one switches it up and goes to Guardians, Guardians 2, instead of trying to, like, fit anything else there. Uh, Age of Ultron. Okay, so now we can talk about James Spader. I liked Age of Ultron, the movie, in terms of, like, the character and the repercussions of creating that, that thing. But I am infuriated at the end of that with the what comes later with civil war, like, cause you watch those much closer together than I think you would have before. And yeah. Tony Stark deserves to be thrown in jail forever. By at the end of Ultron, when multiple times you watch that, like you've watched this thing in this order of characters develop over time through other movies. And like, he just doesn't get it. And I think that's the point of that and civil war, but there's no, like, there's no payoff for the viewer of like, Oh, and since he doesn't get it, he's punished. He's like, not net. He's like never punished. Right. And yeah. Until he gets it in the end and then he's still punished. Yeah, I guess. But, um, but man, Spader does such a good job as Ultron. So good. Yeah. I loved it. Agreed. I, I, he may have in my rewatch become my favorite villain. I, I don't know. Thank you, too. Uh, then you go from Ultron to Ant-Man, Civil War, which 
I remember being really upset by Civil War when I watched it the first time because I thought a lot of the logic didn't make sense. Mm. When I rewatched it the second time, I noticed things I didn't notice before, especially in um, uh, Black Panther's character development, mm-hmm. where I thought, okay, <laughs> there's some there's some big holes in that movie. First of all, the world is upset with superheroes because they're destroying things. But in the middle of that movie, the agency that's in charge of telling the heroes that they're doing too much damage green lights a chopper throwing 50 millimeter rounds into buildings to try and shoot Bucky Barnes. Like they killed that, that helicopter alone killed like 20 people, guaranteed. <laughs> you know? And then Did I was like, really, no. No, just keep shooting from a helicopter into downtown Germany with a gigantic cannon. But no, it's the superhero's fault. Like yeah. where logically the writing doesn't make sense there. Like the they would be more restricted if that's the point of this movie, right? But no, yeah. like we're just gonna still have the action scenes and everyone's gonna blow everything up and it's somehow Bucky's fault. There's too it's much just, collateral damage for you guys. It's just fair it's, enough. But it's what about aggravating. You? We're talking about you. We're talking it's about you. physically <laughs> aggravating to me how poorly that part of the like whose fault is it? It's yours is written. Um and I thought and because I was aggravated by that, I, I got caught up in thinking Black Panther's story was also that way. Whereas they were more subtle about it. And I didn't catch the first time about like, his father doesn't want this type of stuff to happen anymore. He says, I'm not my father. But the I'm not my father line came across to me before as like, I'm just going to be violent anyway, because that's how I am versus like, I'm just really angry. But I think this time I caught more of like at the end... When he's talking to uh, Zemo, he's like, no, yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I get it now. Like, I, I totally get it now. You don't get to kill yourself because of all these things. And like, and that came around to me and really saves the movie for me. But the whole Tony Stark just going ape on everybody while also saying that everybody else is the problem and that I'm the problem and that we're the problem. And Tony Stark's development there really pissed me deep. I think you can tell. Yeah, that's how I felt about Civil War, the comic, and the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really... That was a mental... I mean, Hulk is bad, but like Civil War to me is like a low point of logic in, in all of Marvel. And then we watched Black, Black Panther after that. Um, that's exactly how I feel about the comic. So when yeah. the comic came out, I was like, okay, I understand that they're having this discussion, but like that, that comic, because it was like a year-long universe event i was at like fairly early on i was like they would never ever get to this like there is no way that steve and tony would lose their minds to this point to where they would actually get to this level of aggression against each other and like be hiring super villains as bounty hunters to go get you know like i was just like this is i can't i can't stay with this storyline like i can't it's it's gone too far. It's unbelievable for me. Even as a comic, it's unbelievable to me that these two characters would have diverged this far and had these kinds of irreparable uh, arguments that they would that they would not like because superheroes get into fights oh, like yeah. fist fights all the time and then they get over it re- relatively quickly. They they get into uh, theoretical discussions and disagreements all the time, but like they don't try to Superman and Batman don't typically 
try to like uh kill each other and and uh unless they you know unless you know he's I mean. Zack Snyder right yeah. but like but like they don't there's a there's a certain level of of like yes we're going to disagree but like there's definitely this line that we're not going to cross like we'll we'll get into fisticuffs because uh, we're mad at each other um k- kind of like a locker room you know scuffle or whatever type thing but like we're not like trying to like hunt down the other the other half of the avengers and put them into prison forever because they won't get a registration card i was just like man i can't like this is just th- they've lost me at this point yeah yeah i think that that moment happens in ultron actually for me uh in this watch because there's a moment when they're going to create vision and um banner doesn't stand up to tony Right. Where Banner says, like, you're going to do the same thing again that got us in trouble the first time. And like the frustration level should have been through the roof at that point for every Avenger with with Stark, you know, and like it's not. And I just don't understand. I think that maybe they tried to hype up Steve at that moment in Civil War to compensate for the fact that like they got into the, the the fight there and it never really resolved. But, like, Tony has no reason to be that angry except, like, oh, well, he killed my parents, so I'm going to literally kill Steve Rogers because he lied to me. Like, dude, you were responsible for the deaths of hundreds of thousands of people, like, two movies ago. And no one or said Or just boo. your first movie. Or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, even in the, like, all the way back. Like, he, he doesn't, he, he never fully takes, takes responsibility for his actions. And that's, yeah. I mean yeah. that's his that's his giant story arc by the end of it all is is that he's he's like oh no it, it is like oh I'm taking responsibility I'm taking the cost of this and that's where we get yeah, the snap. Yeah, just but, on on a watch through again has become much more unlikable than I think the first time through when it was like a you know he's got a great actor behind him but the story this time is more strong because I've seen Downey perform it already yeah. and you're seeing because of the release order the connective threads and it's just more infuriating. Um, so we also stopped, distilled down to the, yeah. into that that month you're watching it through. Yeah. So then we stopped on Spider-Man: Homecoming, which is next. So they would want to go Homecoming, Doctor Strange, Ragnarok, Infinity War, Wasp, Endgame. Uh, wait, Infinity War and then what? No, Wasp should become and then and then Far From Home. And then Far From Home will be last. Right. Yeah, Wasp uh, should become before either Infinity War. It doesn't really matter. I think where Wasp comes in. Well, it well oh, no, no because the end the end of that one's the one where he disappears, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And he okay, comes so back like, at the beginning like of the next mental. one. They're yeah, trying so to it's, they're trying it's to put like it so that he comes back at the beginning of Endgame. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think from what I've heard, spoilers. Uh, for four and a half seconds, it sounds like Widow comes before Infinity War and after Ragnarok. Um, it it I comes after it. Civil. Yeah, okay, right. yeah, it's well. That's what that was a good joke that I was going to have too at some point. But I mean, I I mean, I guess it does. It, it actually, I guess, it would help. It comes after Civil Civil War. I heard that the ending lines up with the ending of Civil War. Is that correct? No, it takes place. The beginning after Civil lines War. up with the, some some part of it lines up with Civil War's ending after credit scene. 
Oh no the the after credit scene is add more after Endgame. Like no, so the, it, no the the Civil War after credit where he lets everybody out of jail. That lines up with the end of it, but you should still watch Civil War. I mean that that little bit. Uh, I mean I'm not there's no. There's not much to give you spoilers wise because it is it is kind of a drop in thing. Yeah. It is I guess it's it's similar to the the wasp discussion of like oh it so it should just come before Infinity War is what I'm what I'm hearing. Uh, yeah, I think it should you should watch it after you watch Civil War. Um, yeah. So I will throw that in here somewhere, maybe before Doctor Strange. Yeah. I can't, I'm so excited to get to Ragnarok again. I love that movie. A lot of fun. That was good. Yeah, I I am of the mind that it is. There is another ten- tangent of the Marvel watching universe that does not like the Taika uh, comedy routine that it became. But um, yeah, I, I, I mean, think, I get. I, I, I think I'm, it's I'm important like to have fun indifferent. with a character that is as powerful as Thor is. It's just kind yeah. of otherwise. It's just like uh, I'm Thor and I kill everyone. It doesn't matter because I'm the strongest Avenger. Yeah. That's an inside <laughs> joke for my one complaint with that movie is is that when he's coming to the stadium and everybody's chanting in the crowd that they don't have them do the beginning of the ACDC song Thunderstruck when everybody's going thunder and like cuz cuz like especially because of um uh who's the guy Favreau uh like incorporating so much of that into his movies specifically like acdc stuff um uh i i really feel like that was just like they didn't even need to get the whole song they could have just had the the as he's like coming out have the crowd going doing the uh, thunder thunder but oh well yeah i guess that's not more that's not really tight because like if it would have been james gunn you'd have had that fun with the yeah. with this i mean as everybody here watched i mean we're completely going i mean this isn't tangential giants but uh, <laughs> James Gunn did a really fun job with the um, the soundtrack on Suicide Squad, and it it, it it's, it's very much like he he has a he does a, has a very good ear for taking music and and putting it from pop music into the movie to make it feel more organic and yeah that's, he's got that's a, he's, he's who's got a better pulse that, on who's the guy that did uh, <clears throat> me I'm gonna look up the name so I don't get it wrong uh. Baby Driver. Who directed Baby Driver? Oh, uh, that's not Nick Frost. Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright would do a good job at that too. Like if give give Edgar Wright a Marvel movie and a bunch of music. They rights. did, and they took it away. It's oh. Ant Man. Remember Why'd they, they, do that? they he, uh It's at the time it was essentially creative differences. Oh. Essentially, the way it comes across is that they wanted they with Marvel they want a very specific palette of creation, and they're like it didn't quite fall in line with what they wanted and i mean that you can say that marvel movies are a little more homogenized and he's definitely goes a little bit you know slightly slightly off kilt um in a more creative way which i i appreciate his stuff but i also understand that they're like we want a very specific palette and if you use hues that are outside of our thing we don't necessarily want you to do that so huh that's weird because he's he's very good at that music i mean sean of the dead all that has that musical he he edits in his head to music that you couldn't even imagine while he's shooting, right? And then all of a sudden yeah. it all comes together where everything is on a beat, everything's on time. Yeah. Um that's too bad. I think 
I think they should reconsider that decision with maybe something that's not Ant- I knew Ant-Man. I know Ant-Man's a big part of their universe probably going forward. I mean, he's going to have to be. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, I don't think we'll ever get that point where he'll come back. And it also has to be the right I don't, I don't, I don't, No, no, no. I'm sorry. I don't think Edgar Wright will ever come back to Marvel. Oh, I doubt it. I I don't think he would come back at this point. Like yeah. directors that get burned in that way don't don't show up again usually. Because yeah. it's not like he he made the movie and they got to the point like um, Han Solo where they had to bring in uh, uh, Ron Howard or whatever, right, to to fix yeah. the Solo movie. It's not like he made a movie and they had to fix it. It's just like they they prepped it and then they they didn't get along about the prep. Yeah. Um. So that usually is the the bigger burn I think for a director is like why they didn't like my ideas at all. So why would I bother? Yeah. I don't know. Well, we got. Way off topic there. From uh, I was going to no, say, you know I what? we're still in Disney ter- territory. We're fine. We know we're we're all still in the same in the same. Uh, we're still in the same theme park. We're just this is carbon scoring lands. plus anything on Disney yeah. plus. We'll talk. Welcome about. to what's what the carbon what's- scoring pod on Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's okay, this is yeah this is an episode of carbon scoring. This is what's what's what what's what. Not to be confused with what the which is also a great comic. <laughs> what's what's what if what's what what what's what if. <laughs> Oh man, um, I think we got a good pod for today. Um, check back next week for a bad patch. <laughs> Aside, because that's one thing that somebody had made a comment to me about watching it all in chronological chronological order, as opposed to the release orders, because a lot of the the stingers and after credit things don't line up. Like you wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense that after Captain. I mean, this is, of course, spoilers. At the end of Captain Marvel, there's a, there's a thing where um, Nick Fury turns to dust and drops a pager because he's going to call Captain Marvel. But that stinger doesn't make any sense for eight more movies because Captain Marvel is the second movie in, in, the, in the series. At that it's, point. The, it's the outlier. That's, that's really the biggest outlier of all of them. I mean, like, the, the, the stingers in general... I mean, the stingers in general don't matter, right? Um, and because most of the series do, does come out in semi, like mostly chronological order. There's definitely questions for like doc, for some of them, but I think most of the movies come for the most part in order. So give me one that, second. That, that's that's all good. Um, trying to answer a question that, about timing for today, so it's of course I gotta like think about it for two seconds. No, um, well, I will take this opportunity to talk about Iron Man 3, because I had a very similar <laughs> reaction to what you had uh, with Iron Man 3. And uh, the beginning of that movie, where... Uh, spoilers for Iron Man 3. Um, the beginning of the movie, when he calls out the Marvel Universe's version of Al-Qaeda and says, basically, he goes on, like, whatever, their their version of CNN and is like, come get me, or bring it on, or whatever... And then they attack his house with, like, two military-grade, but, like, not particularly advanced or anything. It's like it's like two Vietnam-era military helicopters with, you know, regular rockets and machine guns and stuff. And, and watching that scene, I remember thinking, like, let's pretend that he's not Tony Stark and has all of the most advanced weapons in the entire world and is also Iron Man and lives in his Malibu mansion and... I'm assuming has like some sort of automated defenses because he has to sleep some of the time. Let's forget about all of that stuff. 
let's forget about the fact that he's, you know, let's forget about S.H.I.E.L.D. and, and the Avengers and people like that. And the fact that they could have reasonably thought, thought that this attack was coming because he had just gone on national television and said, bring it on. Let's forget about all of that. Let's just say <laughs> that somebody who's not any of that, who lives in Malibu, but is still famous, goes on national TV and challenges Al-Qaeda to come and get them. Are you telling me, like, where's the Air Force? Where's the Coast Guard? Like, are you telling me that Al-Qaeda can just at any point get two military helicopters in, I don't know, Mexico or whatever and fly them in and blow up <laughs> whatever mansion in Malibu they want if 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 the Air Force knows it's coming? Like, that's, I, I thought that that was really ridiculous. Yeah. And then you go through the whole the whole movie and and the the middle part of the movie and you get to the end and you find out that during that whole time he had a whole basement full of remote control suits that he could have just like activated to to fight off these robots a- and spent the whole movie hiding out in a shed in Tennessee while he had a whole basement full of <laughs> remote control robots robot suits remote control suits that he could have had come get him or you know like I'm just like that whole movie, I, I thought that the writing on that movie was just terrible. And and like while I was in the movie, it was it was so shocking to me that like twice it drew me out of out of the movie because I was like, wait, where like why are these why are these helicopters allowed to do this? And then later on at the end when he calls all the all the suits to come fight the explody guys, I was just like he had I, like I literally verbally in the theater was like what. When he called those guys and had them fly across the country to fight the 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 guys, I was like, "He's had those in his basement the whole time." Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, a lot of that movie didn't make a ton of sense. Like, people are blowing up all over the place, and like the police are like, "Well, we sure are stumped about this one. Let's never figure it out." <laughs> <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Yeah, there's and it's at, at times like, like there's, wait, there's literally the people blowing it? up in L.A. Yeah, and like, uh, must have been a terrorist. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So That's I, a, I, Iron Man three was experience with Iron I Man block, three. I blocked that one out with the Ben Kingsley like, I'm the Mandarin, but I'm also a weird actor. They'll never see me coming. Yeah, it's. What a what a disappointing twist! Like, what, there's mo- there's twists in movies, and then there's the whole like, I get why it was like a cool twist in their head, but like when it played out on the screen, they didn't watch it and go like, this is kind of lame actually, <laughs> like, because it doesn't it leaves two bad guys underdeveloped, right? It leaves it leaves the Mandarin as like a foil bad guy with no purpose, and you're like, okay, well, so that. The, the point of the Mandarin is fake when it could have been good. Yeah. Well, that's, right? like, I mean, that's, there's, that's, that's, I think that hopefully maybe something that we'll kind of come back to with Shang-Chi is that some, so from the very first movie, we had the order of the 10 rings from Iron Man one. Yeah. That was the group that kidnapped Tony Stark and the, Ten Rings is the is a reference to Mandarin, which is a classic Iron Man villain. But then that's also wrapping back into the father of Shang Chi and that who that's going to be in this new movie and what that means overall. And there's also those uh, the Marvel one shots that are not canon but were for a quick minute that were all the DVD extra one shots where they end up breaking 
Ben Kingsley out of jail and they're like, Mr. Mandarin, we had to get you out. He's like, yeah, yes, you did. Good job. And like a whole thing there. And we don't know what all that's going to be happen. I don't know. I'm hoping that they, they find some way to be like, this is, they thought it out. Like, okay, this is, we fixed it. Sorry. It's all set now. Go ahead. And we're all good now, guys. Carry on. How are you? Yeah. Well, that, that's my point, right? Like then, then, oh, the Mandarin isn't the bad guy. It's Guy Pierce. What's Guy Pierce's motivation? He got turned down by the goop lady. That's made him mad his whole life. Well, I also stood up on the on the on the roof. That was the thing that's that his big like you made me stay on the roof when it was cold. And I was I had a cane, so I must be an angry person because I had a disability. And it's like not everybody with a disability ends up mad at the world, you guys. Like you know, like it's, yeah. it's, I don't uh, and so he's underdeveloped, right? And then, yeah. Then the ending of him is like, and then he blew up, and then Gwyneth Paltrow didn't blow up, and I cured her with magic, and then I got my heart fixed because I care. But one movie later, I'm back at my BS and made a whole bunch more suits and a guy that's going to destroy the. And this is why I was saying Tony Stark is like the arc does not go the way that, you know, when you had these huge breaks between the movies later with more movies in between, you get a break from him. And uh, and the, the meat of the chronological order ends up putting you with Tony Stark front and center for a while. Um. And I wonder if the order affects that because what's again aside from the Marvel, I think I think I think watching either of them in quick succession would still have that kind of like Tony Stark fatigue. Well, because you get like Iron Man and Iron Man two back to back, then you get okay. a break. You get a break from him until the Avengers, which then puts Iron Man three back to back with the Avengers. So you get a double dose okay. there. Yeah, so and then you get getting... a you get a big break from him until Age of Ultron, which then goes into Civil War after that. So you kind of like get oh yeah, Tony, you get Tony Stark chunks, and they hit you really up. hard. Yeah, you're you doing know? Tony Stark double doubles in the middle of all those. You're yeah, like, okay. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know. No, that's that's a fair. Uh, the Stingers question uh, that uh, that I'll. It doesn't bother me. I think I've forgotten one or two of the Stingers, but most of them don't matter. Um, Did you skip them too? No, no, we didn't skip them. We oh. watched them, but most of them aren't aren't super repercussive. You know, like it, some of them are helpful in the whole sense of like this is that bad guy that we're going to keep seeing. Like, it's actually kind of nice that you see Josh Brolin earlier, and you're like, this guy's behind the scenes the whole time. Like this, yeah. it's all leading up to this guy being behind the scenes. Although now we're going to get a. Uh, Eternals soon, so I wonder how they'll deal with that. Will they talk about how he's an Eternal? Uh, I we don't know. Eternals is such kind of a question mark of like, oh, we've been here the whole time, but done nothing because we've also forgotten. We've purposely forgotten the world. It's it's a big question mark. I'm not a I I'm not a big Eternals fan, so I don't know. I don't have very many expectations for it. I just yeah. realized too the stinger for Captain America is he gets out of the ice, yeah, and then you go into Captain Marvel and he's not there so it's like the stinger needs to be another one where it's like the stinger almost needs to be like watched after a couple movies um i mean not, not, too, it doesn't it's have not to too be. bad i mean it's too, not, not that egregious but it's one of those things where it's like wait the stingers do kind of play out a little funkily yeah i mean obviously there's definitely some of like uh when we did captain marvel right and then we went later and i'm looking at the 
the cheat sheet here. Um, you get later, and is it Ant Man that has some back in the eighties stuff? No, it's not yes. Ant Man. Yes, yeah. it is Ant Man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah has stuff. Yeah. So then it was like, yeah. wait, this part is right after Captain Marvel, but then the rest of the movie is not after Captain Marvel. Um, yeah. So you have to kind of like remember back to what else is happening. Is that the yeah. one with with? Is that the same one with the eighties when like Peggy Carter's there in is the that background? The yeah. One? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't remember if that was a different movie or if that was the same movie. Yeah. Yeah. But the same eighties flashback yeah i mean some of them don't actually end up too far outside of release order i mean obviously putting guardians and then guardians 2 back to back those those are kind of they're their own thing off on their own yeah side yeah. quest anyway it, it, oh it, yeah and guardians know, so guardians you line up and you're like okay so he's abducted at this point in time and then guardians 2 you're like and then that part of the story where he's there is at that point in time back when those movies were and it's like yeah, it's okay. Oh, there's also a time jump, and there's a flashback for when at the beginning of Guardians Two, you have to put that time jump because it's when he goes on Earth. You yeah. have to put that before. Yep. You do it after Captain America, but before, before Captain yep. Marvel. Right. Yeah. Which yeah. one's the one with Team Tony? Is that Iron and Man? Then Hope- Iron uh, Man. Oh. No, that that's that's Civil War. That's Civil War. War. Okay. Yeah, that's when. Oh well, then. And we've all seen, we've all seen um, Iron. Or we've all seen Far From Home, correct? I have not. Yeah. You haven't seen Far From Home. Oh, no, you should yet. see it. It's good. Well, he will. He's getting to I, it. I, yeah. I'll get to it eventually. It's okay. You can talk okay. about it. I'm, I'm not fine. No, it's, uh, I'd rather. I'd rather let you just watch it. Um, I saw Homecoming. I, there's a time jump in that too, because you go back to the first Avengers movie and then you jump ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah. Michael Keaton's character jumps time there. So we're asking not, any not actually, but. Anyone out there who's got get just extra time on their hands, let's do a giant supercut of all the Marvel movies thus far, and but all I'll recut the timelines com- <laughs> completely chronological. I, oh wow! So like splice movies apart, like mm-hmm. even if even if it's in the same time time, you got to move them around. So like Black Widow yeah. would fit into multiple parts of other movies, or. Yeah. Yep. So, so, so. When also, you want, uh, when you're going through, America. whoever's doing the supercut for us for what's what episode <laughs> two, find out who the second person was that came out of the tesseract portal that was not Peggy Carter. <laughs> it's gonna be like it's. I, I love it if you're gonna. But also not Loki. Yeah, it, I, I love that on some cut of this, like it's you have the a moment where like a. Uh, you already watched Captain Marvel. A flurkin comes through the portal for some reason. You're like, was that what that was? I don't know. I don't think so. This seems like CGI. That's <laughs> CGI. not Marvel grade. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, I, that's that's a, if you got the time, make that supercut. I think it would be a very interesting watch to be finish up with Captain America: First Avenger, and then you have a clip from Ant Man with Peggy Carter. No, you you know you'd have him. you would have stuff before Captain America because there are flashbacks to Howard on a set in one of the Iron Man movies that I think, isn't it? Like, isn't, isn't there a video of Howard previous? That's after, that's after World War II though. That's because that's yeah. Iron Man two when he's like building the city. Okay. Yeah. And then there's, there isn't there like, is that what you're talking about? no, and, but there's also a video of him working. 
No, that's also after, huh? The one where they yeah. where they go back to um they go back in how would you do that when they start going back in time? Oh, yeah, how do you do that? <laughs> how do you do that? Yeah, does I, that stay I, in chronological order? Does that go back in time? That stays where it is because it's the characters are experiencing it in a linear time frame. Because the characters are experiencing it as a linear Who's so, your character? Because you have to pick a character that what's what their linear experience is. Some I, characters I get, are not around for that linear experience. Also, we we would there is stuff before Captain America. I'm pretty sure because wouldn't some of the Thor stuff happen? Oh yeah, technically that, because the Thor two stuff. Hundreds, if not a bunch, of a bunch of yeah. Thor two would happen so before just that. Chop up yeah. some Thor two and throw it before all yeah. that. <laughs> a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, <laughs> Thor begins. Nice. And then there's some mo- there's some moments of the ancient one when she's teaching Doctor Strange, and they just like take that clip, move it here. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that would be a yeah. gnarly thing to try and figure out. Don't do it. Yeah, it's I'm pretty sure it. somebody's already done it, and it's on some wiki page somewhere. I, yeah. like years, I'm sure the timeline. Daily Motion has it because they, they don't care about copyright. So Daily Motion probably has the full Marvel. I don't timeline. mean the kind of movie. I'm just saying like a timeline written out i'm sure somebody somewhere has done it there's a reddit thread that's for that easy enough to sure. do i'm sure yeah. yeah like this clip goes there <laughs> start no, your blu-ray have- at five minutes watch yeah, do they have the time minutes. stamps yep yep well folks i think that was a good uh a good time spent for what what's what what what's what what's what, what's what? 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 who what's what episode one who done a portal <laughs> with a with a little bit of uh, Motu in there, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was Motu. Motu at the beginning. Motu was good. Yeah. I there wasn't a lot to say about Motu other than like Revelation is good, and if you liked Masters of the Universe, watch it. It's really, I mean, unless you want to get it's, into controversy, which is not controversy; I, it's just manufactured. There's not much to say hate. about it, right? You yeah. know, yeah. Um, and on a, a it's short tangent. Yeah, if you're if you're uh, if you're looking for a series to get upset about on Netflix, get upset cool. about the Transformers War for Cybertron because the the story development on there is pretty and the acting's not. So it's a notch. direct sequel to Beast Wars, right? No, it's timeline stuff it's shenanigans. Because I saw two Optimus Primes. Yeah, it's shenanigans, and it's also not as like that's the thing is compared to Revelations, where they're like, oh, let's go out and get an A list of cast here. Yeah. They go like, no, let's go non-union and keep it all off, like, off books. And they have voice actors who I don't feel are up to the task that they've been given. Although I don't think the task that they've been given has is that of that height either. But I also almost- felt like the script for the whole War for Cybertron series, like they had very at a high level when they when they plotted out the story. I feel like they had a very um, ambitious story plotted out. And then they did not spend the time with like the actual script writing and and polishing and rewriting and stuff to to get it to where it it was it totally made sense and it flowed right and I just felt like they needed they the 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 overall story was good I just felt like the the script writing they it, 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 at a lot of points it felt like they cheaped out oh that's a bummer yeah. did uh. Did Scar did Starscream get a moment? Starscream got many moments. Okay. 
He's the only uh, Decepticon that I like in really? general. I don't like many of the Decepticons. I find them annoying. You like Starscream better than Soundwave? Soundwave's all right. Okay. I'm trying to remember which wait, ones. Wait. I, I'm more of an Autobotter. What was that statement? Who, who does he like more? Yeah, Starscream. Soundwave. I, 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 didn't, Starscream I didn't say I like him necessarily more. Yeah. Starscream um, is entertaining, but Soundwave is bad. He's my guy. He's badass. I, I mean, Rumble, if I had to pick a Decepticon, Ravage. I think Starscream gets shafted a lot. That's all I'm saying. As he's supposed to, like he's that's his role. He's he's the. I mean, that's that's his. He's not supposed to be the like good guy, or he's not supposed to be the even the the villain you root for because he's just like oh, Megatron. No, like he's. <laughs> I know that's, that's, that's not him. That's which yeah. is, that's that's what he's supposed to be, and I enjoy him for that. Where as opposed to say like. I don't know. He he plays his role perfectly for for most from to most. I just I, you know we 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 got Tila got her moment, or you know Orko got his moment. I just am waiting for someone to write the scar the Star Scream moment. I know he's had one. Don't write me. I know about it. At Red Newt, um, no. find him on Instagram no. and Twitter. Didn't he have a purple and white version of him at one point? I uh, you talking purple. about Skywarp? No, not Skywarp. There was like a star thundercracker. Who's that? So okay, so there's essentially if it's Starscream, it, it's just that paint job. Unless we're gonna talk about Shattered Glass, if it's if it's the same look of Starscream but different colors, it's a different character because a, a large amount of them are just palette swaps yeah. because it's cheaper. Yeah. So there's Skywarp, Thundercracker. Um, then there's the 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 oh god, the Storm guys, Acid Storm. Uh, lightning storm. The oh God, I'm so far. I'm so wrong on all oh, those. Wow. I'm just. I'm trying to remember Red one wing. that was mostly white with a little bit of purple. And I thought it was Starscream, but that's fine. I know Starscream's red, white, and blue most of the time, but um, yeah. I just feel like you know, Evil Lynn got her moment. Starscream mm-hmm. needs to not be a joke on some version of Transformers at some point. No, that's Soundwave. Uh, I don't know. I felt like the Autobots always got more development than most of the De- Decepticons did. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Because I mean, and because they were that's how were they writing it? Like, oh, let's give more time and effort to our to the heroes because that's who the kids should yeah. be interested. In. They don't they don't they didn't think it that that far through most of the time. That's true. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah, Soundwave's the one on the left. Right, but I'm saying like uh, in the center is uh, Skywarp. Skywarp. Yeah, and then uh, but then there are so there are later on there are more, and that's kind of where it gets tougher because they keep just doing more and more palette swaps, and so you have ones that are completely off. I don't know. Who's like this oh, one? this one's. Let me pull Jetfire. Who's Jetfire? Oh, Jetfire is the Autobot. That's another. He's not a seeker, but he's the one who was also. But he was actually just a re. He's a redux of the Macross, the Robotech, uh, the Valkyrie. Valkyrie. This is the one I'm. This is the one I'm remembering. There's no purple in Jetfire, but I'm pretty sure this is because his wings move and and Starscream's wings didn't move. Yeah, no, Jetfire so had, is amazing. He's, no, I had so I had a Starscream, and then I also I think got. I think it's Jetfire because I they ended up buying me two and they bought me two different jets to go gotcha. together. 
Gen 1 Seekers. Here we go. Nope, that's a video. Don't play. Don't play. <laughs> don't play. We can't pay for their audio. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Are you saying right? that they hook together? Because then they no, might no, be they the aerial bots. No, no they don't hook together. Saying, there, was right. a gen, there was a Generation 1 wave of, I think, the Seekers and Starscream had, a, had one in there. Um... But there was one where Jetfire, I think, is the one where his wings moved and the other one's wings didn't move forward and back. So I had, I'm pretty sure it's Jetfire and Soundwave to do like a Transformers aerial fights with when I was a kid. Gotcha. Jetfire was the, was just a retool of that Macross. Macross figure. Yeah, he looks exactly yeah. like a Macross. Yeah. And he, yeah, he full on, and he transforms and you can do, yeah, he's, he's awesome. It's just not technically because he's not one of the same molds. He's not a seeker technically. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah but he led. Didn't he lead them? That's no in one of the stories. Didn't wasn't he like the leader? Was that was that War for Cybertron? War for Cybertron. He is he is like the commander of of the air guard essentially, but he's not yeah, okay. leader of the seekers. If okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. He's the can. If only if only uh, the Netflix show was as good as this discussion we're having. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't, really... don't want to come down too hard on it because I did enjoy it, but I did feel like they cheaped out at many key oh, points really? during the production of the show. Yeah, right. Oh, man, and, and that's that Jetfire is worth a lot of money. What did I do? Where is it? Oh yeah, the, that old one is is money. If you if you have it and the armor, you got money. Oh my goodness. Um, but in terms of like that, that's what I'm thinking is the comparison you're drawing that I want to draw is that with War for Cybertron they did cheap out and. You can show, like, with Revelations, despite its, because of, it has, it's getting blowback for other reasons, not for the, due to the quality of the show, it's uh-huh. getting blowback because of political reasons. Whereas with War for Cybertron, they didn't put in the work, they didn't put in the effort, I feel, I feel personally, and yet they, they just get to coast by. But I'm like, no, there, and there's still some good stuff there, I just, I think that that was, to, to the comment of, like, you know, when you rewatch it, do you go back and you're like, oh, you know, this is the show I I remembered versus the show that it actually was. Mm-hmm. There's a better, like, Revelations does a better job of stepping up and be like, oh, no, we brought we brought you back a better product as opposed to War for Cybertron, which is like, don't these look awesome? They yeah. kind of do. It's like, yeah, they do look awesome. But I want, like, especially when they put it against the palette of Beast Wars, of, like, there was some really good story arcs and characters. Beast Wars, Beast Wars has the same... It's not the same quality as Revelation, but it has the same objective as Revelation, which was somebody went to somebody and said, here's all the Transformers. Have fun. Yeah. And they're like, what if we changed what they did? You know? And, like, and, obviously well, they'd and, sell and more toys it, that way. Cared. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, this Revelation was the same idea. It was like, here's all the Motu toys. Here's your sandbox, man. Do whatever you want. Like, yeah. And that's what you end up with. And, uh, and, and, and as you can see, I ended up a, buying a whole bunch of toys because of it. So good job, Hasbro. Not Hasbro. Yeah. And they built a quality story behind Mattel, it. Mattel. thing. Right? I think yep. Motu is still Mattel. Uh, Motu is Mattel. Yeah, they own yeah. Motu. Yeah. Just like Hasbro owns Transformers and stuff. Podcast at WeWereGamers.com. Get in your thoughts for Bad Batch. And uh, answer who else came out of the portal, because I'm pretty sure someone else came out of the portal. Yep. And if you like this episode, let us know for the next what, what, What's What podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We've done too many sub-sub pods, because we still got to get back to karate scoring. 
Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Well, I mean, we're got, we've got season four on the horizon. That's true. I, I also, and also I will, we, I'm going. I, I will say, uh, for the karate scoring thing. So I watched some karate during the Olympics and I will say I was just as confused by the scoring, the actual, like what counts <laughs> as a point and what doesn't count as a point because okay. I watched one of the, one of the, one of the gold medal finals ended up being a zero zero tie because nobody scored a point, which then goes to there's the referee and there's a judge who sits at each corner of the square. Okay. And they all hold up a flag. So they have a blue flag and a red flag and they each hold up the flag of the person like simultaneously. They hold up the flag of the person that they thought won the fight. Okay. Even though nobody scored a point at the same time. And then whoever wins, you know, the most flags wins what? won the gold medal. Right. But like during the fight, uh, one of the one of the people knocked the other person to the ground and punched them in the face, like did a toss and punched them in the face. And I'm like, how is that not a point? Like, what kind of scoring is this? Right? That happened. Like, that happened in Karate, in karate Kid, and that was a point. In? I know. I'm like, what kind of karate world do we live in where you throw your opponent to the ground and punch them on the face while they're on the ground, and that's not a point? <laughs> what kind of that's karate a- world do we live in? Yeah, so clearly I don't understand competitive karate scoring at all. So if you do, please write into the podcast or be a guest host and explain <laughs> how how competitive karate is scored to me because I do not understand it at all. Kareem, if you're listening, the only way you're getting on for karate scoring is if you can come on and explain all the karate scoring. <laughs> oh, man. Until next time. I don't know. The revelation didn't have a very good goodbye. So, no. Stab Adam in the chest. <laughs> I mean, I preferably not a spoiler one, but yeah. The the by the way, the one bad thing one bad thing about the jet fire is all the modern ones are pretty expensive too. Yeah. Even if they're not like, and I'm like, I just I want a good a decent jet fire that's not seventy dollars. And he's huge yeah. though. He's big though. Like he's a he's a Titan class, which is oh really massive. This is not the one I'm showing. The one I'm showing is a little more of well, a the Macross one was not that big. No, oh, Macross yeah. one was yeah. And I don't I don't think Hasbro owns Transformers outright. I think they at the very least have to share it with Takarotomi because Takarotomi yeah. in Japan had the Transformers line, and then I think Hasbro worked out, like, either yeah. a share of it or, like, they have the exclusive American rights or something like that. But I think that they, no, they have to share some of it with Takarotomi. Yeah, yeah, they do They do share that. That's, There's also that one is, called Skyfire? Uh, okay, so Skyfire is Jetfire. Oh. So, like, cause, because... So the part of the problem is that they they brought over the, the Jetfire... The, they brought over the... Vac, the the Macross Valkyrie, but they actually didn't secure the rights fully. So at first he was Jetfire in the cartoon, but then he was Skyfire in the comics, and so he's kind of the same character. There's a whole little. There's a. I can show you videos about all that. It's yeah. This is what you spend your time on. Yeah, I mean, look look, look behind me. Okay, <laughs> what is this? Gray, gray, purple automatron. 1984. That looks like Gobot, to be honest. That looks like like a triple changer. Blitzwing. You think? Yeah, I bet. 
I mean, that that's what it looks like to me because of the the sandy colored. Like the, yeah. the, the jet was purple and the tank was like sandy colored. Blitzwing. I think it's Blitzwing. Yeah. The triple changer that turned into a tank and a jet. Oh, did I have that? one Oh too? yeah, that that no that that makes sense. What because he said a purple jet that makes sense. Blitzwing is a purple jet, and yeah, to character he's had a, a Blitzwing. Tank. He's a co- yeah he's a he's a tank and he's a a jet. Did he have a toy? Yeah. yeah. He was one of the he was one of the first triple changers. So they made Astro Astro Train was Astro Train Astro the other one? Yeah, yeah Astro, Astro Train, Train and, and Blitzwing were the two first triple changers. Triple so changer, that you could turn them into Blitzwing. This is, it. this is the look of the jet that I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to find the original 1990s probably version of that. Uh, yeah, 90s 80s. I'll pull. I'll I'll send it to us right now. Here, let me. Because that's definitely the color scheme of the jet that I'm remembering that I had. It must not have been Skyfire. It must have been. It must have been this one. Because the red didn't look right, but the the, the wings uh, on, because the wings on this one moved too. Yeah. It it's must be Blitzwing. Nineteen ninety. Uh, type in type in Transformers G one Blitzwing. The problem is there's been so many versions since then. Of Blitzwing. Yeah. Is he a big one because he's a triple changer? Yeah, it, it, he's not. He's, he's not that much bigger than the regular, the regular like mid-sized, yeah, um, mid-sized transformers. Hmm. I wonder if he maybe you had a, a the G two release. I don't see oh, a G two. Um, that's what I'm trying to. I'm trying to see because, well, I'll, okay. So here's the thing too. There, I think there was. It was like uh, a metal. There, did did they have metal transformers ever? Yeah, that's the Gen One. The G One stuff was a lot of like Optimus Prime had metal in him. So did uh, uh, several of them had metal parts. Most of the Autobots had metal parts. Because I mean, Blitzwing makes, makes a perfect wave. step. So when's second wave? When's G Two come out? Nineties, uh, early nineties. Yeah, yeah. That would that's be like the... when they had the tank Megatron. Yeah, saw so more or less simultaneous release in Japan. Ninety. Five, yeah. So I would have a G twos, very likely. Oh, you know what I didn't think about too. Well, I mean, because I mean, there's also six shot who's six and one, as opposed to the triple changers. And I'm just like, oh god, there's so many botcon exclusives, guys. No, they they actually didn't have botcons in the until the 2000s. So 1995, buddy. Nightcracker, Night Racer, Night somebody, Night Racer. Night Racer looks like Night Rider, but transforms into Wipeout. Oh, what? I'm just looking at this link of G2. Oh, oh no! I think I think you're looking. They, at, I, I think you're actually. Ta- you might be talking about G2 Starscream. I, I'm gonna send oh, you a link. Oh, that I probably makes sense. am. So if you scroll down, G2 Starscream looks Is like he he's purple? white and purple. Yeah, white. Yes, he is. Good man. I knew I had one. (laughs) It was white and purple. Where's I followed your link? Where is this star scream? It's white and purple. He's down further. You gotta scroll down. Yep, there it is. There's white and purple star scream right right. there. We solved it. 
G2 Starstream. I didn't even think about G... Like, we're going, like... Well played. Well played. Because we're, we're off in the, the green and purple Megatron tank era. Yeah. And we didn't think, duh, purple was the name of the game during the 90s. Let's get some... Yep. Uh, There's the purple stickers. There you go. So, yeah. It, you had a G2 Starstream. In addition to the G1. Yeah. And... The- what is the? Oh, there's a whole list of mold reassignments for Starscream. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Starscream G1. These are all G1s though. Well, they were the mold was reused so many times, constantly. But oh, it's here good. We go. That's here's the G2 the, the G1 work. reissue. Commemorative series reissue. I bet you. Oh yeah, look. There's the the camera. There's a. It looks That's like nice. there's a masterpiece version. Looks really clean. That I mean, if you wanted to open that door for yourself of like, oh, I want to get in Transformers. Oh, what series? Here's a masterpiece. What is that? Uh, money. <laughs> Transformers masterpiece. They're like really high end, really nice, um, high quality, very expensive Transformers. Yeah. That are yeah. not, they're not like the same molds and stuff, but they're, they're like meant to look like, I think, I think predominantly the G1 stuff, but I mean, they're, they're like, what's the retail on those? Like two, three hundred bucks? Uh, yeah. Depending on the figure. Yeah. I mean, they're really, really nice high quality figures, but yeah, they're, the Transformers Masterpiece figures are pretty pricey. Even like, even if you can get them at retail, cause a lot of them are out of print now. And so you're going to have to pay a lot on the secondary market like a lot more than what they were going for but mm-hmm. even if you get the new stuff now it's their their pricey msrp 93 i mean if it's to give you a bit of a of a point of reference here's the current this was uh this would have been earthrise this is a current earthrise um optimus prime yeah oh god that clicking, Here. if you hear the ratchet joints, those are because it's that heavy. He's all metal. This is the Masterpiece Optimus Prime MP t- MP01. Wow. And this is like, I mean, I don't know if it catches on camera, but this is all diecast metal. Yeah, oh, this beautiful. is diecast metal. And like, it's... That's this thing. Yeah, yeah, how do you, how can you have him as a truck? What's up? Why do you have him as oh, a truck? Uh, space. Because he, he stores well and flat here on the shelf. Uh, and then I also, because I also have this one, and I also have, like, I have a bot forms around, like, I was in the case over here, I have a bot form, auto, like, a transform version, so I have both. You have two of the same masterpiece one? No, 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 no. I only have one of the, mas- of the well, okay, so there's clarity to make there as well. <laughs> this is, this is, this is MP1. This is the very I'm... first Optimus Prime that, masterpiece they did. Okay. This is the U.S. Toy, Toys R Us version. MP2 is Megatron, MP3 is Starscream, and then they go down the list. MP10 is a redux of Optimus Prime in a more properly scaled version with the rest of the line. Because at the time they started doing like Bumblebee and stuff like that, this MP1 was too tall. So then they used that mold when they released the Ecto Prime last uh-huh. year at, or no, oh God, three years, two years ago at San Diego Comic Con. This is the this is the Ecto one. I'm sorry, the Ecto version of Optimus oh, Prime in the MP10. I had this too for sure. Which is the Gen two of Jetfire? I had this one. 
Ah, okay. I had that one for sure. I had a lot of jets. I had at least three of these for sure. That, that makes total sense for you. That's a hundred percent an Andy thing. That's true. Like that's that's on brand. Is Andy has jets? I do. I like things to fly. <laughs> Huh. Man, I had a lot more toys than I thought. I should have boxed more of them up. Instead of- I mean, if, if if we could have all saved our toys at the time, we would be all very happy nowadays. But I'd trust be, me, I, I, I have all my Ghostbusters still. My Ghostbusters are the things I miss the most. Yeah, look at that. Oof. By the way, did I mean, just speaking of the mashups, did you ever see that they had the Maverick Top Gun mashup with... Um, Transformers? No. So, like, you can... It's... Let me copy this. So, it's a... Trans, it's a it's a, it's a jet that transforms into a bot, but he's wearing a helmet that says Maverick, and he's got... Let me... One of these. One of this. And I literally have, like, two more minutes. And I oh, wow. That's crazy. That's cool looking. Yeah. So, it's like... Uh, a friend of mine picked this up, and then he he did he had the the uh, Gundam paint pens and did all the lines in it, yeah. and it looks it looks a hundred times better because it paint looks- pens are sick, dude. Paint pens should be given like if you buy seven toys on Pulse, you should get a set of paint pens. <laughs> you know, yeah. A friend of mine just did a wash on like one of the build figures. And- I'm telling you that. Oh, he, he went bye bye. Uh, that that Marvel. Hydra Stomper with a wash and some some edging with paint pen or no paint pen. You could do it with a brush, too. Would look good. I'm telling you. Because this is a clean mold. It just needs more paint. Yeah. I really want to know if they're going to bring back uh, uh, Scareglow into stock. Because they still have them on the website. I'm guessing not. Never. Uh, it's. I mean, it's certainly possible they could have something come up, or they could release him as a standard release without some of the extras. Just print his his body. Yeah, just just a. I mean, it's all repaint, so it's just like the release body without the extras, without the two spirit swords, because they're a little more spirity in that episode. So yeah. Looking at Transformers was not what I expected to go today. <laughs> I Welcome. really did not. On a side note, I did there, so they're getting ready for PowerCon this year, and the Motu Classics—they're doing a Faker along with his his uh, animal companion, not Panther, or sorry, not not Panthro or uh, Faker Battle for Cat, Revelations. But, uh, no, Faker for Origin. Origins. Yeah, and I keep saying Revelations, but it's Revelation. Yeah, just just one revelation, not not multiple. That, no, so revelations is the name of the after show. Oh, gotcha. Revelations of about revel- revelation. Yep. Kit, Kit, that's more for you. It's Faker and Duplicate. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's that's so dumb and cool. Give it to me now. <laughs> What's the? Does he have little little boots? Yeah, he has little boots that clip on the front so he can... Because he's still oh, okay. a robot cat, so it's duplicate. Oh, man. Oh, I see. Okay. That's... It's, it's perfect. Well, I, I definitely don't need that, but... It's it's fair. It's, just, it's one of those things I'm like, oh, that's, yeah. that's 
Yeah. All, so far, all of the stuff that I'm looking for out of Origins still is the stuff that's um, that I'm hoping comes back in. That's basically like the main core people from the early stuff. So like a man at arms, an orco, a beast man, a merman, a trap jaw. That'd pretty much get me where I want to be. I just oh, got yeah, the yeah. Um, the little uh, I don't know whatever I, I don't remember what they're called. The little skidoos, the flying skidoos uh, that comes with Prince Adam today. So. I'd say that's one thing about like the origins that has it has us beat on any other format is that you get the you get so much junk with it <laughs> vehicles you know you get vehicles you can have yeah. all that stuff that they're not doing aside from Battlecat who's forty dollars like you don't get a lot of other vehicles with a lot of other lines and I I yeah. like those I love like oh this is his car this is otherwise I'm just buying them and like this yeah the the Battlecat the origins Battlecat is like I think the <laughs> MSRP is twenty four ninety nine. But I got it for like twenty bucks. Yeah, but so. they have they have He Man's the the little the green one with the orange gun on top. They have that as a Hot Wheels. Oh yeah, and like that's so like like I I want to pick that up, but I'm like ah, oh, but they they have the toy. Well, it's just like they have a toy of the Luke's Land Speeder, and I'm like because the Black Series one's not out there anymore. I'm like they don't make vehicles in the six inch scale. I'm like I want those still. Oh good God, it's four thirty. I gotta get roll. All right, guys. It's definitely great talking to you, as as evidenced by the continued discussion of cool toys. <laughs> Masterpiece um, Starscream does look good. Yeah, all the Masterpiece figures are great. They're just really expensive. Yeah, I do recommend a lot of the War for Cybertron stuff. It's very much uh, a close to Masterpiece detailing and product on a budget, and I do recommend because there's a lot of good details in in the current War for Cybertron stuff. And I can't yeah. wait to get Rhinox. He's on the uh, and then I'm just, then once they do uh, they release Tigertron, I'll be able to get I'll be done for the most part for Beast Wars. Not until they get you some Dinobots, man. The uh, Dinobot they did a they've got uh, they did Dinobots Grimlock. a few years ago. Yeah, oh, they did they? those in, in the. I don't the think tight. it was War for Cybertron, but they did they did a uh, power similar the type thing. Yeah, but the the Grimlock from the Studio Series is spot on. And they just released a slag too for the studio series. Hmm. I reckon if you're looking for Dinobots, there that's definitely a way to go. I I can't. You can't open another door. I understand. I have too many doors open as it is. <laughs> there's two versions of Starscream masterpiece. This is confusing. Yeah, because there's like MP. Yeah. Yeah. One looks good, and the other one looks weird. Yeah, I mean, if you there's probably like the, there's more detailers, there's some clarity in one of them, but it definitely starts to get like, okay, what am I actually doing? Like, what, because it's always a matter of like, what's the definitive version? You're like, I don't know. Waspinator. 